Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. Caroline, you should tell them about the newest thing that Bloody Happy Hour is doing. A Patreon. It's a Patreon. What is that? Um, that means you're basically like a VIP member and you get you get some perks. You maybe get like merch a little earlier. You get or exclusive merch. Exclusive merch. You could get um first dibs on signing up for a live show. You get episodes with no commercials. You get our video because our video is no longer available on YouTube. It is only on Patreon and The most important to me is you get videos of our live shows, but also bonus episodes each month. But if you're on a Patreon, you're VIP, you're going to get more. Because I always have a lot of details I want to go to. I can law-splain. I might read a book. (laughs) This is also going to be the exclusive place that Dirty Chat is going to go to. In order to hear the full content, it's going to be Patreon. Where do they go again? Patreon.com slash bloody happy hour. Hey y'all, I'm April. And I'm Caroline. And this is your bloody happy hour. Caroline, are you ready for this? This is your newest guilty pleasure. It's the bloodiest part of your week. Did we say something about it also being happy hour? Showed in. Because we about to be sipping on some murder. Bloody happy hour. Hey y'all, this is April. And this is Caroline. What? What's today? Oh, today's Tuesday. What does that mean? Oh, uh, that means we're going to bring you the quickie. We're going to bring you some quick news. What's happening? What's going on around here? I mean, there's so much. This has been a lot of stuff happening this week. There's some there's some things going on, and April's going to tell you about them, and I'm probably going to tell you about them, too, because I can't not. Yes. I can't not. I'm going to start off with an update from our great mom, Jasmine Pius from Florida. Oh, you know we've had a lot of great moms come out of Florida. Yeah, there's we've a lot of Casey great Anthony. Yeah, um, she's the one that went to rentahitman.com. Oh yeah, that one. Her? Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Tried to have her son killed. The legit website that was yeah. super legit. Yeah, I mean can't blame her for going to that website. Yeah. Well, it turns out there was a second arrest made in this case. Did somebody else go to runahitman.com? Well, <laughs> there was Gamiel, Gamel Souza, hopefully it's not related, related to, to Pete. Pete. <laughs> oh, no. Pete's cousin. Was arrested for conspiracy to commit murder. After they arrested Jasmine, they found her text messages, and they saw messages from her boyfriend that was basically pushing her to try to take her child's life. Oh. Yes. The one of the text messages read, the kid is the problem. I hope you see that. 
all I ever wanted was to free you. I told you about the kid. You won't do anything. When you do it, I'll think about coming back. And then she went to rentahitman.com and tried to have her kid. Like, did she know about rentahitman.com, about the other story, or she just Googled it? What do you mean? I mean, did, it, did she just, oh, let me just rentahitman.com. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I wonder if, like, the, she just typed in Hitman and it was the first thing to pop up. Neither one of them have to be very smart. Like, for you, boyfriend, to write something like that in a text message and actually want her to do it, so she's not smart enough, and obviously she's not a good mom, so she's going to try to do it because she's desperate to keep you, okay? So then those text messages are going to come up. People are, this is going in my book. In your book that you're writing? Well, yeah. I, I mean, me and one of my coworkers, I mean, we are, we're thinking about it because there's so many stupid people out there who are <laughs> these dumb murderers. Oh, so there's that. So now at least what the good thing is, is of course the people who own the website, remember, turned her in. So the kid is safe. She's in jail and now he's in jail. So the kid's safe. They're in jail. They're both idiots. You know, I don't and know why alone. these people have kids. Nope. 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 Um, second up is Alex Murdoch. His defense is seeking a new trial based on claims of jury tampering. Mm -hmm. um, of course, we're not surprised to see Alex back in the news. Um, and of course, people are all over this. Brian Inton has been all over it. So they supposedly uncovered new evidence. So the county clerk, I think her name was Rebecca Hill, tampered with the jury Miss by Becky. allegedly advising them to not believe the Murdoch testimony and any other evidence that was presented by the defense um, and pressured them to hurry up and reach a quick guilty verdict. Um, she also had improper private communication with some jurors outside of the courtroom. And since all this has come out, two jurors have hired lawyers um, they also said that Hill, when they were deliberating, did not let the Smokey Smokersons take smoke breaks because she wanted them to hurry up, rush, and come to a conclusion. And now it's coming out that Hill actually is securing herself a book deal, which it's like, why no, would no, no, you no, make no. a book out no, for her? No, she's already had the, the book is already out. That's what caused all of this. Her book came out on August 1st. Okay, okay. Her, so she could secure death she past did, tense. Well, so she didn't get a deal because it was a self, um, there was, she wasn't, she wasn't like paid to do the book. She just knew, she was blinded by the fact, she wanted to be like, she's like, oh, I'm from the small town, nothing big happens here, there's going to be so many, people are from, from New York, people are coming from New York. So she met this guy and he didn't even know who she was. And then that was like her ghost. I don't know. They wrote it together and it had just come out on August 1st. Then the defense, I guess everybody got a hold of it. And then they were like, this is a little sus. 
And so then that's what led them to do all of this and to start talking to the jurors. They went and tried to talk to all the jurors and they got a few of them who were talking to them. she basically confess to all this in her book? No. I mean, she says that she didn't do anything wrong, but there's clear, I mean, there's clear passages in the book that she's making it seem like she was part of the jury, which mm. she was like not part of the jury. She's injecting herself. She's trying to be important. Yes. She's about to get in trouble. Well, um, all it takes is a little bit of reasonable doubts that there wasn't a fair trial. Oh, I, I, I predict that there will be another trial because I do think that it is, there's too much. There's just too much that, because a lot of, there's two jurors that have, uh, done sworn affidavits and another guy did a sworn affidavit so it's like that's under oath so like are these jurors lying were the you know so then in my head i'm like well were the jurors paid on this or not co-signing on this like who signed off who like did written affidavits and signed off on their story like saying that that this that she told them to just kind of just telling them that they felt like they were led a certain way okay yeah Led to like vote a certain way, which you know it, the verdicts came back so fast by her though. Yes, because that's what you're supposed to do. And in there the was deliberation like, room is you're supposed to well, try to like stuff each like other. how they went to Moselle and they went to visit the property, and like she was saying, well, I could just tell by you know just the look in our eyes, like we knew we all knew that it was that he was guilty, and she we're like, what do you mean we? You're not part of the jury, mm-hmm. and then she would talk to them and have. Um, like, well, which way are you leaning to some of the jurors? And, and, and then there was this whole thing about a Facebook post by somebody's ex-husband. And, and then that wasn't really the ex-husband and it was deleted and she found it. And there, it's just a whole big, huge mess. She was way too invested. And that would probably be me. Like I would have been too close to it and way too involved in it. And probably get myself in trouble. So I'm um, so most likely she'll they'll get a new trial. She'll be obviously I mean she can face she's gonna have to testify, but there's gonna be an evident evidentiary hearing and it'll have to be the jurors who are gonna testify. She'll have testified, the judge will have to be a witness. Mm. Um I think the a attorney general is gonna has to ha- give a response within ten days, which will be in a few days. Um, to see what we do moving forward. And either way, he Alec will be in jail forever because of the financial stuff. Um, but he's wanting to be in a federal prison. So I don't know. There's got to be something that's like shady because he doesn't do anything that is not shady. Uh-huh. And he also had just recently before this, this whole deal with he had a there's a show that has just come out on Fox nation, like a three part series where they're interviewing Buster. Mm -hmm. And then he was having phone calls with one of his attorneys, but the attorney was recording it so that he could get that recording to Fox nation, but that's not allowed. And all of that happened like uh, just a few days before this story came out. And then he, like, lost privileges to his iPad and tablet. And he was using somebody else's pin number for their tablet. I mean, just all kinds of stuff. Like, he's acting a fool in jail. He runs the place, apparently. But he wants to go to the federal prison because it's, like, that's the nicer one. (sighs) 
But I like, go ahead. Go, let's get a new trial. Let's do it again. <laughs> well, everybody was so shocked that they came back so quick with the verdict. So yes. now that this is coming out, they're like, everybody's just like, oh, well, this oh, is why. Oh, yeah, because now they couldn't get a sense. smoke break. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can't tell a smoky. Some people smoke every 30 minutes. I know. I know. I don't I don't know why she interjected herself. And, and then she's talking about this book. She did an interview with the Fitz News and she was talking about a, a lot of the things. And there's excerpts from the book that I was listening to people talk about. And it's just like, mm. no, ma'am, you can't do that. Well, to change <laughs> to the next story. It's about time for me to have a new, sorry, a picture taped to my steering wheel. Oh. Because we have an escaped convict. Yep. His name is Danilo Cavaca. You are Mexican. <laughs> Cavacante. I even know. I've been listening. Cava Danilo Cavacantes. So, um... And that's the thing, I haven't listened to anything, I've only read it. So, he escaped a prison in Pennsylvania, it's been now eight days, this is Chester County Prison, so he escaped on August 31st by being a badass, by scaling, some say crab walking, up a wall to gain access to the roof, he pushed through a razor wire and jumped down, basically parkour. Um, he was there awaiting a transfer after being convicted of murdering his ex-girlfriend, fatally stabbing his ex-girlfriend. Just in May, somebody escaped the, the same, same exact way. way, in the same spot. But this guy was only escaped for five minutes. He was caught within five minutes because the tower guard saw him. But Cavacante's tower guard was either his best friend or was taking a nap because... He either did not observe or he observed and did not report the escape because the tower guard was allegedly there, but he didn't see anything. I listened to one of the press conferences and the press was having a day. They <laughs> were. Them. Uh, no, yes, mean, they were. They just were like, was he on? Was he scrolling Facebook? Was he taking a nap or are they partnered up? They didn't find out until an hour later when they were doing their inmate count. I, an hour later. I mean, he did it very quickly because there's video of it. Yeah. And we posted it so you can go look at it. Um, but I don't. But yeah, it was it was like within seconds. He just crawled up the wall <laughs> like it, he was he was. The wall, like, it's, like, five feet. It was, like, maybe five mm -hmm. feet from wall to wall, feet on one wall, hands on the other wall. He's, like, face down and just, like, went up the ceiling. He was, like, crazy. Spidey. Crazy, crazy, crazy. And then he has burglarized a couple houses, and he got a lot of fruit. Yes. So he's, he was started that. by a state trooper um, on Sunday, but he hasn't been caught. There's been over 100 tips from just, like, houses and neighbors possible break-ins one guy actually watched Cavalcante walk out of his home he heard him downstairs he did some flickering of the lights he said he was wearing a white shirt had a bag he took some peaches some apples and some <laughs> green snap peas from his house it oh. reminds of a, us of just what a year and a half ago when Gonzalo um escaped oh yeah um yeah. 
The police do believe he's still in the area and only about three miles within like the radius of the prison because I guess there's a lot of wooded areas. So when he left this guy's house, he went back into the wooded area. And so that's where they keep losing him. They um, recorded his mom. He's from mm. Brazil. So they recorded his mom speaking in Portuguese and played it over, I guess, the wooded area through a helicopter, mm-hmm. trying to convince her son to surrender and go back. Because we know how this ends. It ends in s- suicide by cop, like Gonzalo did. Like, you get killed, basically, yeah. unless yeah. you surrender yep. peacefully. Um, and then they have the town, that area, basically on shutdown. They don't want people to leave. They have canceled some school. Mm. They want you to stay in your house and keep your doors locked. And um, because they don't know how violent he will be. And they say and he's... remember that family that Gonzalo Oh, yes. Killed. And oh, he killed those horrible. boys. Yes. They say they, ha- they know his area that he's in. Like, they have the perimeter. But, I mean, how do you really know? How do you know? He could be already in Mexico. And why do you think... Yeah, and... Okay, Pennsylvania or Canada, maybe. And I was like, okay, but then he's Brazil, so he why would he go to, I don't know. Unless um, he had somebody help him. So. And now a word from our sponsors. All right, if you love smoothies or if you love your protein in the morning, you need to get you a Blend Jet. You can do that if you go into blendjet.com. If you enter the code BHH12, you get a discount. And let me tell you, these things are portable. They are easy to use. They can fit in your cup holder. You can have it at home or you can have it in your office like I do. Right this morning, I had my blueberry banana one mm, with it? some chia seed. It wasn't chunky or anything? It was very smooth. Wow. When I have it in my shaker, it is a little chunky. Oh, so this is wow. a great alternative. I love it. Um, it is battery powered, so all you have to do is plug it in every two weeks, and the battery never runs down. Oh, my gosh. I love battery-powered things. Go to Blendjet's and order you a Blendjet and get a discount. Thanks, April, for sharing. Did you know you could be putting oil and chemicals in your coffee? I love coffee creamer, but I don't think I've ever turned the bottle around to actually see what's inside. When I did, I found out many of my favorite creamers contain ingredients I would never intentionally add to my coffee cup, like canola oil, dipotassium phosphate, ew, and artificial flavors. Laird Superfood all started when big wave surfer Laird Hamilton needed morning fuel that could allow him to spend the entire day chasing the ultimate wave. He couldn't find anything in the market that met his ingredient standards, so made himself the ultimate plant-based creamer. Laird Superfood started and launched its first product, Original Superfood Creamer, in 2015. Laird Superfoods contain no artificial flavors, colors, or additives, and no sugars from highly refined corn syrup. All Laird products are sustainably sourced and thoroughly tested to ensure that you're incorporating the cleanest, finest fuel into to your routine. All Laird products are also made of all natural whole food ingredients and they are crafted from the highest quality all natural real food ingredients. Are you ready to feel more energized, focused, and supported? Go to LairdSuperfood.com and add nourishing plant-based foods to fuel you from sunrise to sunset. Use our promo code BOO at checkout to save 15% off your purchase today.
Caroline, you should tell them about the newest thing that Bloody Happy Hour is doing. A Patreon. It's a Patreon. What is that? Um, that means you're basically like a VIP member, and you get you get some perks. You maybe get like merch a little earlier. You get or exclusive merch. Exclusive merch. You could get um first dibs on signing up for a live show. You get episodes with no commercials. You get our video because our video is no longer available on YouTube. It is only on Patreon, and. The most important to me is you get videos of our live shows, but also bonus episodes each month. But if you're on a Patreon, you're VIP, you're going to get more. Because I always have a lot of details I want to go to. I can law explain. I might read a book. (laughs) This is also going to be the exclusive place that Dirty Chat is going to go to. In order to hear the full content, it's going to be Patreon. Where do they go again? Patreon.com slash bloody happy hour. And now a word from our sponsors. I'm your puzzle pal, and I'm going to tell you about my latest obsession, Wongo puzzles. These things are the real deal, folks. They're high quality, handcrafted, and perfect for anyone who loves a good challenge but doesn't want to dedicate their entire kitchen table to puzzles for a week. Trust me, I've been there. (laughs) I might still be there. But I got one of these actually for Christmas. I loved it. I did it, and I was so proud of myself. And they have all these cool designs, and you need to go to wongopuzzles.com and use our discount, BHH. You get 10% off, and I really want to know if you'll order one of these puzzles. How would you think about it? Because it's so fun, and I need to order, like, five. Cure hydration. If you are obsessed with your hydration like I am, this may be something good for you. This is something that is so easy Forget about the Gatorade, that just dehydrates you even more. And if you don't like the taste of coconut water, try Cure Hydration. You can go to my offer link. It is zen, Z-E-N, dot A-I, slash B-H-H-20. This is vegan. It's no added sugars. It's just a little packet you could put in your water. Or if you're really smart during happy hour, you could put it into your Tito's. It is just as effective as an IV drip. And it's... If you do not like the taste of water, it's not as boring as water, not as sugary as the sports drink. And if you're an athlete, it'll give you the best performance. Or if you just get brain frog or headaches because you do not stay hydrated. Brain frog? Brain fog. (laughs) The solution is... Cure hydration. So go to that link, enter the code. You can go to my offer link. It is zen, Z-E-N dot A-I slash B-H-H 20. Cure hydration. Do they just think he's three miles? It's been eight days. He's trying to stay hidden in the woods, I guess. Yeah. And... Because you'd have to have somebody pick you up. You'd have to have like a plan and a system in place. Somebody pick you up. And if you go into the community, I guess you can be recognized. Mm -hmm. Well, um, the last story is. Well, wait. First of all, if if there are any tarot card readers out there, can you let us know where he is? Oh, yeah. 
Just saying. And and there was a dog that did was going and searching for him, but it's so apparently it's so hot in Pennsylvania. Mm, it's even hot way up there. I mean, unless probably they not our kind of hot. probably can't ha- handle our heat. But the dog suffered a heat related illness, but the dog is has been discharged from the vet. <laughs> Only you would find that story. <laughs> My goodness. So where you at, Danello? Um, so to end with our last story that I think it should be hashtagged never trust a Mormon. Never, y'all. I just it gives me the Hart family vibes and obviously Lori Vallow vibes. Yeah. Remember the Hart family? Mm-hmm. That yeah, been. that's what I thought of. So you can help me out with this. I just got like bits and pieces. So there's a YouTuber. Some YouTubers were arrested this week on two counts of aggravated child abuse. Ruby Frankie and her business partner, Jody Hildebrandt, um, after police found a malnourished child. This child jumped out the window, escaped, and went to like a neighboring house, asked for help. This child had opened wounds duct tape on them and looked malnourished so these ladies create like advice videos and they have been they've had a blog they've been youtubing but they've been accused of harsh parenting before and all the videos have been taken down but i was able to listen to some i think on nancy grace there's plenty out there ridiculous some of the stuff is just ridiculous, and it's bragging about how harsh of parenting it is, but some of it is real cruel, and you can tell that she does um, despise two of her kids more than some of the other ones, because I think she has eight kids total. So Frankie, right? So it's Ruby Frankie, and she has had this family blog show for a, or YouTube channel for a while. She got up to like 2.2 million followers at one point. Mm-hmm. And it's her and her husband, and then they have uh, five kids. That was the eight passengers, was the her and her husband and their other kids. And six children. Six kids. Mm-hmm. So six. Plus, yeah, that would be good math. That's math. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And so that's where she was, like, filming everything. And so let's say the six-year-old was in charge of, like, waking herself up, getting herself ready for school, packing her own lunch. She One day she didn't pack her lunch. The school called her. She was like, oh, well, she didn't pack her lunch, so she doesn't get a lunch, and I hope you don't give her any food. Yeah. And the school was like, like okay that's odd and i'm hoping they fed the child and there's this one video where the girl little girl gets in trouble again and there's a doll and the mommy's like i'm or the ruby is like i'm gonna if you do that again i'm gonna take this doll you see your favorite doll i'm gonna cut this doll's head off and the (laughs) child is horrified i mean you could just see her face and then the one little boy was like wrestling with the brother and then he was like, oh, you got to do 10 push-ups, and she was just so mad about that. And then one of the kids got his uh, lost bedroom pr- privileges, so he was not allowed to sleep in his bedroom. He had to sleep, in, like, on the bathroom floor for, like, seven months. Bean and this bag. was, like, an older boy. Oh, yeah, bean, bean bag. bag. Yeah. You know, and, like, weird stuff like that. But then her – she was getting a lot of um, – not – just a lot of people who were commenting, like, 
this is not good. Like, stop doing this. This is terrible. A lot of hate kind of. And then, so she shut down her YouTube channel, but that's when she met the Hildebrandt, Jody Hildebrandt. And that's whenever they started like living together. And so then she, cause her and her husband get divorced. She goes and she starts living with this Jody chick. And that's where the Jody and her started their own little therapy channel or whatever. And that's where they have this connections. And that Jody lady has all these weird Mormon Mormonisms or I don't know, whatever weird tactics. And then that's whenever the kid finally escaped from the house and, mm-hmm. and had the duct tape and they were like super malnourished. And I think they might've, I know they, they were, Going to school, but I think maybe at this they point they were homeschooled. Yeah. yeah, red flag. So they were Mormon, and they homeschooled. They were Church of Jesus Christ, Latter-day Saints. So at first, when I read it, it just said that the six-year-old forgot her lunch. The school called her, and mom refused to bring the lunch up there. So it was like a 45-minute drive. Well, I can understand that, but because the school will give them a tray. Every child will get a tray, so the kid's not going to starve. But when I heard the video, she made it known that she did not want her kid to eat at all. Please do not give my kid food. I hope none of the other kids give her food. She should starve. Like, this is her punishment for for a six-year-old. Christmas. So the two youngest ones. Yeah, Christmas. She was, she was, she had a blog and was just saying how her two youngest, like they were little, are just too selfish and that they wouldn't repent. And that for Christmas, they decided that all they're going to get for Christmas are the love of their parents. And the other four kids were going to get presents and stocking stuff and everything and that the two youngest kids were going to watch their siblings open up all their presents on Christmas. That's cruel. That's favoritism. That's <coughs> you. You despise these two kids. Mm-hmm. Um, I also, there was another one where um, they weren't, they're not supposed to have their phones at the table for dinner. And meanwhile, Mom is over here recording on her phone at the table (laughs) and they take away the teenager's phone and they look at the phone and they look at his text messages. But instead of taking him aside and like reading them, he like reads the messages out loud in front of the siblings. And so they're like, that's just kind of cruel to do that because then, you know, you have your siblings make it, but that just like makes you feel bad. It just makes you feel bad because I was like, there's, is that that bad? But I mean, I guess it. I mean, that just hurts your pride. They're bullies. I, guess. I mean, yes, yes, bullies is exactly like you're. But you're apparently, neighbors and other people had been calling CPS for a couple of years reporting things, mm-hmm. and even I think it was even reported that the kids had been left alone in the house for like days at a time. They like blacked out the windows so nobody could see inside. And the kid who jumped out of the window, and that's why it reminded me of the Hart family, because they had a kid who jumped out the window to go to the neighbors to get food. He said he went to a neighbor's house because he knew that that neighbor had given them cookies one time, and he knew that he would they would give him food. And that whenever they saw how, like, skinny he was and, like, the duct tape wrapped around, and there was, like, apparently gauze that was found in the bathroom of the home, whether that was gauze, like, from injuries or gauze where the – I don't know – 
we don't really know too many more details. Um, but they have both been arrested and they are the two ladies. Um, and apparently this Jody, who is this owner of this connections, she's done this to a few families. Oh, like she's kind of broken up a few families. So like she maybe came into this Ruby lady's life. She was married. They were getting divorced. And then this Jody comes in and is like, Hey, let me infiltrate nanny nine one one. But like the opposite of nanny nine one. I don't know. I don't know what nanny nine one one is. But I think I, from a couple of things I listened to and read, she just kind of breaks up families and Tells them provides how. therapy. Mm-mm. Well, it's not the traditional like child abuse, like horrible things that we've heard about, right? But it's pretty horrible. Yeah. I mean, yeah, because she would, uh, that's what she would do a lot of the times was her main thing was withholding food. Yeah. That was the main thing. And then, but then putting it all, that, I mean, this is all only stuff we saw on video. And a couple of times she was like, oh, I haven't told the, li- I haven't told the, our listeners about that. I haven't told our listeners about that. Like about, about him getting his bedroom taken away and stuff like that. Uh, and one of her. And she just annoys me. Her face annoys me. I don't, I just. One of her blogs said, um, or one of her videos said, my child's literally starving right now because I won't let her eat her breakfast until she finishes her chores or something or takes out the trash or something. But she was literally starving, and that's not why she was withholding. She was just withholding food. She just gave a reason. Because there's nothing wrong with saying, oh, you better make your bed before you come and eat breakfast. Yeah. I mean, mean, But that's not really what it was. No. Mm-mm. The kids just hadn't eaten. I hate this lady. Mm, goodness, goodness, goodness. Okay, that's all I have. Danny uh, Masterson. Danny Master- <laughs> yep, that was what I was about to say. What Danny was his Masterson. name on that 70s show? Was it Danny? I don't know. I never watched it, but I do know that he was on that 70s show, and I know that he was sentenced to 30 years in prison Gosh. for rape. And, you know, of course, they're going to appeal it and everything, but we shall see. Okay, okay, okay. That's it. That's all we have. That is all we have. We'll see y'all Thursday for the full episode. Don't forget to stay aware. Stay alive. And always BDTF. Bye, y'all. Goodbye. Everybody has a story worth telling. I'm Corey Duncan. On Best Story Ever, I take guests that you know through their most unique and captivating stories. The best part? I hear the story for the first time when you do. Everyone has a story. What's yours? Find Best Story Ever on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere you listen to podcasts. Hola, yo soy Jackie. Y yo soy Jessica. Y esto es Zona del Crimen. donde hablaremos sobre casos de crímenes reales y eventos impactantes que han quedado marcados a través del tiempo. Recuerden que nos pueden seguir en Facebook, Instagram o donde escuches tus podcasts favoritos.
Hey, I'm Blair. And I'm Brittany. And we're the host of By the the Cover Cover Podcast. Podcast. (laughs) We cover everything from mysteries, thrillers, romance, chiclet, and even some smut. Don't forget the smut. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We're so excited to get this thing going and share this with you guys. We've been talking about this for months and it's finally, finally happening. Yes. Special shout out to Rogue Media for helping us with this. For sure. For sure. (laughs) You can find us on Instagram at by the cover underscore podcast. You can also find us on Facebook and TikTok. So don't forget to give us a follow on those two also. We are so excited to dive into some of our favorite books and share those with you. We can't wait. Hope you love it. Hi, and welcome to Bustles and Bangers with your hostess, Rachel and Christopher. I love it when you say my name. And you didn't say hi. I didn't. You you just kept going. I'm going to introduce the book. I'm <laughs> not reading it it's, because I don't like reading. Girls like cowboy butts, you know, and those jeans don't hide anything. Mm. Find us on Instagram at Bustles and Bangers or on RogueMediaNetwork.com. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.